This is the podcast by The Straits Times. Workers' Party Chief Pritam Singh making his debut speech as Singapore's first leader of the opposition today. That's right. Speaking in Parliament, Mr Singh set out his party's plans for this term. Mr Speaker, my Workers' Party colleagues and I will set our own standards and chart an independent course just as my predecessor Mr Lautia Kiang did in the face of much resistance, including from many personalities in the opposition camp as he sought to build a credible Workers' Party. The road ahead will not be easy, but anything worthwhile never is. We will do our best by Singapore and Singaporeans. But how much we can do and how much the political conversation evolves for the better will be driven by three things. One, by the quantity and the quality of information that is shared by the government in Parliament and separately released to the public more generally. Two, by the resources given by the government to analyse and use that information for the benefit of the public. And three, by the willingness of the government to listen to and implement the alternative ideas suggested. As leader of the opposition, Mr Singh will sit opposite Prime Minister Lee Hsien Loong in Parliament and he'll have the right to ask the lead question to ministers on policies, bills and motions subject to existing speaking convention and at the discretion of the Speaker of Parliament. In another maiden speech, new MP and Second Minister for Manpower Tan Si Ling said companies will not be allowed to deliberately discriminate against local workers and the government expects businesses invest more in strengthening the Singaporean core. Labour MP Patrick Tay urged the Manpower Ministry to consider further raising the minimum pay for employment, employment pass applicants for two sectors, Infocom Technology and Professional Services. Mr Tay said these sectors generally have more companies on the Fair Consideration Framework watch list for potentially discriminatory hiring practices. Also speaking in Parliament today, Deputy Prime Minister and Finance Minister Heng Swee Kiet spoke about the ways Singapore can emerge stronger as an economy after the COVID-19 crisis. He stressed that the country needs to stay true to its values as it adapts to the uncertainty and disruption. It is essential that we rise above our differences and find common ground. Occasional setbacks need not trip us in our perseverance to continue to make progress. Harmony in diversity will always be a work in progress. We may not always agree, but we cannot afford to let our disagreement turn into division. Otherwise, change will cause a rupture in society as we have seen elsewhere. For more on the day in Parliament, we're joined by Assistant News Editor at The Straits Times, Lim Yan Liang. Yan Liang, Mr. Pritam Singh delivered his inaugural speech in Parliament as the official leader of the opposition. How was his presentation? Did his delivery live up to the expectations of an LO? I think that by most accounts, uh, Mr. Singh's speech did live up to Singaporeans' expectations of the leader of the opposition. In a way, it kind of mirrored uh, DPM Heng Swee Kiet's speech to the House in that Mr. Singh laid out the ground rules for the opposition MPs in the House on what is expected of them and also what he expects uh, the, in the way that they engage the, the government and the government uh, MPs. Yeah. And he, he went about it in a very systematic way by drilling into uh, what he was in broad agreement with the government on as well as the uh, five broad areas in which the WP and PSP MPs 
would uh, look to propose alternative uh, policies and views on. So I think that by most accounts, it was, it was a very good speech and it laid out mm, the way that the opposition would go about the next term of parliament under his leadership. Delving deeper into the content of his address, Yen Liang, what stood out for you? So the five broad areas that I mentioned are what we can all expect to be uh, the focus, not just for the opposition, but for the government MPs in the next term of parliament. So the five areas are health and ageing, uh, jobs, business and economy, education, inequality and cost of living, and then there's housing and transport, as well as uh, the longer term issue of uh, uh, sustainability of Singapore in its development. So we can see from these five areas that uh, Mr. Singh is quite systematic in what he wants the WPMPs and of course the PSP and CMPs mm. to, to look into and also the, the, the hot button issues that are especially relevant given the COVID-19 pandemic. So earlier I also mentioned that he also agreed that uh, the, the opposition under him will be a loyal opposition, loyal to Singapore and Singaporeans. So the way he went about that was to lay out the areas that he is in broad agreement with the government on and also signalling that the opposition under his leadership will not oppose for the sake of opposition. So the areas that he agreed with the government on was Singapore's place in the world, you know, no matter what kind of uh, policy proposals the opposition puts up, it has to be rational, it has to take into place Singapore's uh, standing in the world, its peculiar position in the world, its history as an open trading nation, and that in the areas of defence, foreign policy, and things like multiracialism, he was in a broad agreement with the government on. So it's more on the nitty-gritty issues, things like work, uh, the role of foreigners in Singapore's job market. These are the things that he feels that there is uh, room for improvement and in which the opposition can propose uh, alternatives. Now also delivering his speech today was uh, Deputy Prime Minister and Finance Minister Heng Swee Keat. He spoke about how Singapore must hold true to its values even as it adapts to change. Uh, Yen Liang, what values is Mr Heng referring to that should be kept? And in the same vein, what sort of changes is he alluding to? So the values that Singapore should keep, according to Mr Heng, are the things that have uh, stood Singapore well through its development. For instance, its openness, its uh, welcoming to foreign investment and foreign talent, its multiculturalism, and also that ability to stand united uh, no matter what are the challenges ahead. So while some countries might be turning inward uh, because of the pandemic and the way it is, uh, its global impact on the economy, that Singapore should not go down that path. And when he talked about the ways that Singapore should adapt, he mentioned that even as uh, we change our manpower policies, even as we strengthen uh, the fair consideration framework, that the whole point about uh, not, not turning inward, and also that we should strengthen that tripartism that, we are, that has, has stood us well, which is the, the partnership between the government, businesses and workers. So another thing that he said that we should, uh, Singapore should redouble efforts to adapt would be the way we develop our people. You know, it's not going to be uh, you learn and then you go into the workforce. It's going to be lifelong learning. We must develop, find new ways to develop everybody 
throughout their working years and also to strengthen the ability to find new areas that we can develop and uh, new bright spots that can become uh, industry or sectors of the future that will serve the Singapore economy well. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.